Hello everyone and welcome to the Teenage Springboard. I am your host Ronit Sangoi and today I shall be speaking to Lubaina Cementwala about how teenagers can build an entrepreneurial mindset in school or college itself. In today's ever-changing world, you have to be quick. Quick to adapt to change, quick to identify and grasp an opportunity, quick to turn your ideas into reality. All of this is linked to having an entrepreneurial mindset. You need not be an entrepreneur to have an entrepreneurial mindset, but you must have an entrepreneurial mindset to excel no matter what field you are in. Lubaina is a graduate from UC Irvine and has a degree in biology. She's an entrepreneur, someone who works entrepreneurially, bringing fresh ideas and perspective within an existing organization. Throughout junior college and college, she did a whole lot of random extracurricular activities. She has worked as a tour guide, a restaurant hostess, a research assistant, and ended up with a minor in history. She has worked on several projects from different fields, including public health issues, especially related to women's health. Going forward, she hopes to work on projects that can create an impact in women's health in the developing world. Hello, Lubaina. How are you? Hi, hi, Ronit. I'm excited for this podcast today. Thank you for having me. Uh, that's great. So, uh, let's just start. What, according to you, is an entrepreneurial mindset? Um. So, I know that usually the term entrepreneur is associated to someone having started something of their own, but an entrepreneurial mindset isn't necessarily only someone who started something of their own i think you can be working within an organization and still have that entrepreneurial mindset so i think it's about just being open to opportunities and being an opportunity magnet almost and uh, seeing things where there aren't where other people don't necessarily see opportunities being able to create things out of thin air i think that is what the entrepreneurial mindset and entrepreneurship in general is yeah i mean it's just about being observant isn't it yeah in a way observing being able to catch things um see things where there aren't opportunities so, yeah yeah fair so which was the first project that you undertook and how did that fare out for you so in 11th standard i was in bishop's camp and uh, there was an ngo that my friend uh, kind of ran through the school it was a student led uh, initiative called eco friends and um, through eco friends i did a little project in my own society where we planted a lot of trees in multiple locations and uh, even t- till today i i see those trees and they've all grown and it's it's just lovely to see them and it was a very um different experience for me because uh, i had to get a lot of society members involved so i had to like go to their houses ask for permission um get the community to come and show up for the plantation so um it was yeah it was a lot of fun i learned a lot uh, being part of that ngo was very important in my personal development as well wow so it was just basically cold calling at the very slightest Right. It was in some way. 
it wasn't cold calling it was more like going door to door and asking people to show up for the plantation drive and you know when you're a kid you get away with a lot of stuff like people really want to encourage you so a lot of people showed up and even till today sometimes when i walk downstairs in my society people recognize me as like oh the girl who like led that plantation so yeah that was my first i guess self led initiative but it was within another organization ah wow wow oh, that's great so with the advent of social media how big of a role do you think that the social media will play for the growth of small businesses and startups it's i mean there's no two ways about it it's going to play a huge role it is already playing a huge role there there's so many small businesses that are completely online uh, either through e-commerce or on instagram directly and even now i can think of at least 10 friends within my own circle who in the past one year because of the pandemic have started um, you know either selling a product or a service online so i think it makes everything a lot more accessible um, it gives people an opportunity an opportunity to start early and it really levels the playing field like you don't need to have a shop front anymore to be able to do any kind of business right so it's more accessible yeah and you don't even need to have a huge marketing cost for the startup Absolutely. because it's quite cheap and you can reach out to a lot of people through social media exactly the reach is unlimited um and cost wise also very effective like you mentioned yeah exactly and in the past one year ever since uh, reels came up and Instagram has started with a professional account so many content creators it's just crazy the way social media has developed over the past 1 or 2 years absolutely yeah and i don't know if you also have a lot of friends who are you know taking the content creation path but like the potential for creativity is so much as well like okay business is one side of it but even being able to express yourself creatively create a personal brand it's become it's like a whole new world <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So we're living in a pretty fast-paced world as we can see around us. So what according to you are the most important skills that every person must develop in their college years to thrive in this fast-paced world? So I think the skills that um you really need to survive are not hard skills. um like you know i don't know maybe coding or uh, being able to uh have like some marketing certificate it's not it's not about those hard skills right it's more about soft skills like time management i think that's a that's a big one um then communication and communication is such an umbrella term but just being able to introduce yourself well being able to walk into any room and being able to have that self confidence to hold a conversation that according to me is communication skills so soft skills like these are what people really need to develop because as the world changes at the current pace which it is it's impossible that your skills from 10 years ago will be relevant now so instead of focusing on developing those hard skills the soft skills are transferable to any industry and then the rest you just learn on the job i mean that's it's not hard to learn the hard skills it's hard to develop the soft skills yeah i mean that's that's super true like i personally suck at time management i wasn't a very good communicator i'm learning because i have read two i've read two books on communication and i've realized how important that skill in fact is that skill to communicate and influence people it can change the world and 
well history is evident people have changed the world <laughs> absolutely yeah and um you said that you're also trying to learn how to you said communication and another skill right that you're trying to learn time management time, time management yeah 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 absolutely why, stuck at it why do you say that uh, because well i cannot manage my time very well so that's why i said that i mean i'm trying to improve of course but it's a skill that i would need to develop and it's going to be very important yeah i personally think- I think like these are skills that you just develop throughout life. It's not that you ever get to a point where you're like, "Wow, I'm I'm the best time manager in the world." I don't think anyone feels that way. But yeah, it is a, a journey. So yeah, fair, fair now. The education system in India doesn't uh, really teach you how to cope with failure. In fact, since uh, since our childhood it is wired into our brain that failure is not very good it is something that should be avoided but the in the real world at some point in time you're going to have setbacks you're going to have failures but most of the people end end up giving up and after experiencing failures so what do you think that people should do differently so that they can cope with failure um I mean I'm no expert on this topic there's definitely been times where I've you know had a setback or a failure and I've been really down and low about it I think um it's just about separating yourself from the failure like if you, if you failed at something then you failed at the thing you yourself are not a failure so it's about not taking it that personally and thinking that that this happened because I did something wrong or i could have improved it's about separating it at some point and knowing that um the failure is not you the failure is what you did so yeah ah uh, fair and you need to learn from your failures that's that's like the thing we taught since childhood but this is the thing that most of us can't do it's learning it's just learn from every experience that you have right just, absolutely yeah just like approach it with that childlike curiosity and If, even even if you fail it's not if you approach it in that sense it's not a failure it's just like okay move on next thing right i'm curious about the next thing already so exactly so like if you fail at something come up with the mindset that oh i learned that this wo- this way it won't work okay fine move ahead yeah mm-hmm. that's absolutely it's all about perspective so while in college what should one focus on their grades or getting as many experiences as possible i feel like i can very confidently say that it's about getting as many experiences as possible because like personally i've never been very focused on my grades uh, in my personal journey as well grades were just something that kind of happened as an after effect when i had to study when it came down to it i was focused but for 80% of the time i learned outside the classroom so i played a lot of sports i you know took part in as many extracurriculars as i could um and i feel like that all of that has come back to me in some way or the other and i've learned multifold from those outside the classroom experiences than from the inside the classroom experiences which is not to say that you should ignore grades completely because at the end of the day it is something that is important in the real world right so i'm not saying ignore it completely but when it comes down to it it's about balancing and finding a way to kind of figure out what your priority is at that time like when you have to study that's your priority get down to it so yeah 
yeah that's fair i have had a uh, talks with a couple of uh, other college students who told me that they really don't focus on grades i mean they keep their grades up but then what they focus on in college is just networking and being with like minded people and just brainstorming ideas and stuff so mm-hmm. it's not what the college is teaching them it's how they are utilizing their college time that is going to matter in the future yeah yeah absolutely and i think the important thing to mention here is that i think there's a crazy statistic it's something like 85 or 90 or something but that's the percentage of people who don't work in fields related to their degrees so um you don't necessarily what you study is not necessarily what you're going to do for the rest of your life it's not that you're going to do one thing for the rest of your life either so that's how unimportant the grades are but the other aspects of it like networking as you said brainstorming exposing yourself to different ideas people activities um that's what's really going to uh, that's what really college is about in my opinion yeah yeah that's true so i remember this quote uh, i had heard this quote in one of the seminars that kunal shah the founder of fred he said that the world is not about how many years of experience but the number of experiences per year that you have wow yeah i and, love that <laughs> yeah and i was like i was like wow this this guy is smart and he is very smart number of experiences per year <laughs> yeah that. rather than number of years of the number of years of experience like so that is the general notion that our parents have fed us that zyada saal ki experience rahegi to fir achhi naukri milegi rather than how many experiences do you have in a year really you think your parents feed you this no i'm saying generally i don't think i also think our parents are way cooler Gen- than we give them credit for i, I don't think it's it's Fair, necessarily the general adjunct. indian mindset Yeah, yeah, sure. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, I'm talking. I'm speaking generally, not personally. Got it. Yeah. So now, how important are sales, communication, and marketing skills for an entrepreneur? Uh, so this is a good question, and uh, I'm going to flip it a little on its head. So I think communication is the umbrella, and under the umbrella is sales and marketing. So in a way, marketing and sales is just a form of communication. So I feel like sales and marketing are great tools or great mediums to improve your communication skills if that makes sense. So if you're trying to you know work on being a better communicator maybe doing a small little sales project or doing a small marketing project or um some kind of digital marketing gig that's that's a great way to improve on your communication skills as a whole and like I already mentioned communication is super important not just as an entrepreneur but as a human being like it is how we survive it is how we thrive so there's no two ways about it it is one of the most important skills in in my opinion yeah fair because we've heard everywhere that these three skills are the most important for an entrepreneur like you cannot survive without these skills not just for an entrepreneur for anyone i mean in the end if you're not selling a product you have to sell yourself to someone for that also you require marketing and communication skills so these skills come in handy each and everywhere so now what is one thing that you regret not doing in college which could have proven beneficial to you today okay um so in my first year of college i decided to i played football like throughout my life and then i decided to quit 
the college football team because um, so I was in the states and um, you know the women's teams there get like amazing access to infrastructure and uh, it's like a whole different level of game so it was very challenging for me to uh, to be able to match up to their level of training and I had to train twice as hard to be like at the level that they already were naturally so for one year I was able to you know maintain that training schedule but then I decided that I wanted to get a job in my second year and hence I gave up on football so I quit the team and um, I regret that in hindsight because like yeah the job paid me a certain amount of money and it was it was a great moment of pride to receive that paycheck but at the end of the day the skills and the memories you make from football and from sport in college are very different and it's not like I was going to go pro after college so that was pretty much my last chance to play at that high competitive level um, so yeah I, I guess I, I really do regret that and if I had to go back and change it I would so I advise you all to play sports as much as possible especially in college because you never know after that what's going to happen mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's that's true like even i kind of have left football right now i mean it's not quite feasible for me to play so it's kind of sad but never mind yeah yeah the thing is like when when it comes down to it these are the first things we let go of right but it should yeah. be the opposite in my opinion because like if you think about it, you're not going to be playing at that level um like yeah sure you'll play at a turf every now and then with your friends but it's it's different from competitive football if you're on the team right so so yeah i, I think we should reprioritize and put put these kind of extracurriculars on top of our list yeah yeah that's true that's true uh, okay what is that one piece of advice that you would like to give every single teenager out there um so i would just say that try to play as many sports as possible it's been huge in my like personal development in terms of uh, you know developing teamwork developing communication all of these skills which are important for an entrepreneur came to me through like so many years of playing sports um additionally i would also say that try to do things that you actually care about i hear so many teenagers like my own brother for example uh, talk about okay i'm doing this because it'll help me get into a good college or it'll help me get uh, into something don't do it with as like an end a means to an end um do things that you actually care about and the rest will follow because I think that's what I've pretty much done. I I really care about the environment. So I I was part of Eco Friends and then that led to so much. It helped me so much in my personal journey. So don't do things just cuz it'll look good on an application. That never I don't know. I feel like that's just lying to yourself. Be true to yourself. Be you rather than trying to be someone else. Yeah, for sure. Be you. Love that. Yeah. So the last question is that which was the favorite project that you undertook like some personal favorite do you have any personal favorite um okay yeah sure so in college or just any, no any just time? through any time okay um so in college i was part of this uh, research lab where we did a little bit of research to cure 
using stem cells to cure neurodegenerative diseases like parkinsons and parkinsons actually runs in my family so i had a really big personal investment in the project and i was really excited i was working with super awesome professors um had access to all of this really expensive equipment it was a very big deal for me personally to be working in that environment and with that team and um i when we were working on the project i realized that i actually hated lab research like it's very it's very solo work you're indoors you're it's like that typical you know when you think of research you think of that lone scientist working long hours in a lab that's what that felt like and i actually i didn't enjoy it at all and through that i realized that research is not something that i want to pursue a career in and you know realizing what you don't want to do is just as important as realizing what you want to do so uh, so yeah i had a chance to work on something that could potentially cure parkinsons in the future of course that's a really long shot but um, so yeah that was a big deal and then also i realized that i didn't want to continue doing it so it was really important of a personal realization for myself and that kind of changed my whole career path i was but and then i switched into public health so it was like a landmark project i would say wow wow all right uh, thank yeah. thank you so much for joining me it was great getting all your insights on these questions and i'm pretty sure the audience will love it thanks so much for having me ronit it's been a pleasure thank you for listening to this podcast and until next time Keep learning, keep growing.